sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Warning. The following program contains shocking content that may give you a better or worse than pessimistic hope on anything you like. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. What would the odds be in an NBA Finals Nets versus Lakers? Would the would the Nets be a nearly 3-1 to one underdog against either the Lakers or Clippers or Jazz or Nuggets or Phoenix Suns? No way. It's opposite to picks with Scott Wetzel. Opposite. Welcome to Opposite Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM Channel 204 and your local radio affiliate on this Friday, March 26th. Here's truly Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next two glorious hours, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to send a tweet, it is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me, go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact, Scott Icon, and fire away. <clears throat> Emails, tweets, a little phone calls, a little YouTube chat as well, right here on a Friday, March 26th, opposite picks day. Rangers, let the good times roll. Thank goodness for the Buffalo Sabres. Trade deadline winners and losers. NCAA tournament set to resume. Lowry remains pat. Did the Celtics do enough? What are the Spurs doing, period? And we'll get to all those stories again, plus your phone calls, emails, and tweets. We'll check out our NBA, NHL trends, and, of course, our opposite picks before we are through again on this Friday, March 26th. What's up, LLs, loyal listeners, LWs, loyal watchers on uh, YouTube? You can always check us out on our YouTube channel. Just go to Sports Grid TV, and uh, there we are. As uh, we had the NBA trade deadline, 16 trades yesterday, most on a deadline day since they started keeping track of that stuff, 44 players in all. Uh, were moved, and you actually had a couple of decent names. <clears throat> no, no major surprises, though. <coughs> Excuse me. Still dealing with this uh, nasty flu, COVID kicking my butt uh, for sure. Uh, you know, so, but you didn't get uh, you know any monster surprise on the guys. You know, the Lakers traded LeBron James. Nothing along those lines. But uh, you know, Denver did get Aaron Gordon. Oladipo was on the move. He went to Miami. 76ers uh, traded for George Hill. Um, you had some names that were not traded that we thought we were going to get moved. No Lonzo Ball, <clears throat> no uh, Kyle Lowry. Uh, Spurs couldn't trade LaMarcus Aldridge, but they're going to buy him out. I imagine the Cavs will do the same thing with Andre Drummond and the Rockets with DeMarcus Cousins. Were there any deals, more importantly for our purposes, that changed the, the spectrum of who we think is going to win the NBA championship? <clears throat> Probably not, but you know, it's, it's really more so are the Lakers and Clippers going to be healthy in the West? And will the Nets be get healthy uh, in, in the East? You know, Miami getting Oladipo, you know, not bad. <clears throat> not bad at all. The, you know, the, he'll definitely help. And more importantly, they didn't give up anything for him. Wow. I mean, when, uh, when you think that uh, the Rockets were, <clears throat> you know, we're trying to get anything for him, and they didn't get anything. You know, they, they, they were willing to take anything, <clears throat> and they didn't get anything. No Tyler Hero, no Duncan Robinson. They got Kelly Olynyk and Avery Bradley. Good gravy. 
for Victor Oladipo. Again, you go back to the trade in which Oladipo came to Houston uh, for, uh, you know, in, in the end, what, really what they got from James Harden is a bunch of draft choices from the Nets that are going to be worthless. It just, just that That's basically it. Um, to not even get out of that deal, Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, either one of those two, we all thought that they were trying to get Hero and the Magic or the uh, the Heat were offering Robinson, and they couldn't even get him, who's going to be a restricted free agent anyway. With with Hero being the guy that they really supposedly wanted. Wow, what a, what a bust trade that turned out to be for for the Houston Rockets. You know, and that's what happens. Scott Wetzel sitting and taking you right up until uh, seven a.m. Eastern time, as we always do, just getting underway as we uh, clear the throat here with some tea. <clears throat> I got Excedrin, I got the Tylenol in me, I got tea in me, coffee in me. Ugh, this, uh, don't let anyone say COVID is not real. And all the bird brains, you know, listen, it affects everyone differently, but uh, it is, it's real, uh, believe you me. So, but the bottom line, you know, I think Denver getting Aaron Gordon. Gordon was probably the biggest name, him or Oladipo, but I don't think Miami, listen, what they did last year was terrific, that great run to get to the NBA Finals, but I don't assume that they're going to do that again. They're not that good. Um, you know, Denver getting Gordon is, is, you know, obviously very big. Celtics, <clears throat> they, they got Evan Fournier from, uh, from Orlando that basically blew up its team. Well, you look at that Magic team, you just think, boy, how are they as bad as they were? You know, they, they had like three pretty good pieces. And, you know, they, they barely were making the postseason uh, between uh, Vukovic and, and Gordon and uh, Fournier. I mean, those are three like supposed star players in the NBA. They were all on one team. You know, in a lot of ways, they're, they're like the Boston Celtics, you know, with, with their big three. You know, being over a couple of games under 500, um, you know, you, you just wonder why <clears throat> that that team wasn't better than what it was. So, but again, you know, overall, uh, you know, when you look at FanDuel's odds uh, on who's winning the championship, you know, uh, Denver with Gordon, that that's going to be a big piece. That, that that really will. But again, you know, if LeBron is healthy and if the Clippers are healthy, uh, they're, they're not beating uh, the Lakers. I, I mean, I don't think so. Um, in, in the East, you know, Miami helped themselves. Is, is uh, Fournier going to be enough to get the Celtics out of their funk? Uh, you can still get them at 36-1 to 1 if you want to buy into that, but uh, I'm not buying into that, that's for sure. All right, just getting underway, a lot to get to. We got our NBA trends, our hockey trends, and we got our college basketball trends as the, the NCAA tournament resumes tomorrow. We'll get to it all right here. On an opposite fixed Friday with your Swedish Scott Wetzel. Series XM Channel 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Uh, exactly that. You know, um... You know, bittersweet, sad day um, for the Clipper family uh, to lose someone that's been so big um, in the Clippers' history the past five years, four years. Uh, it's a tough loss. Um, you know, it, it hurts, um, and, and you hate to see these things happen. Um, so, man, we miss Lou. We uh, we send Lou on a farewell. We're going to miss him. Um, best way that we can uh, kind of do this and, and send him off well is – to go out and compete and uh, try to win it, at least so he can get one as well. And just on the flip side, what does it mean to you guys to, to bring in Rajon? Uh, it means a lot. Another reliable player, um, you know, a proven player, um, you know, a champion. 
Um, I think just his experience and, um, you know, his, you know, him playing on champion caliber teams um, will bring a lot to this team. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. I got to tell you, uh, I thought he was talking about Elgin Baylor there. Good gravy. <laughs> you got one of the, you know, the, the, the greatest members of the Clipper organization, although his front office record it does leave a little bit to be desired. But still, uh, you know, he passed away just this week. And, and the way he was talking there in the end about Lou Williams, I really thought, gee, what, what is, you know, uh, you know, why is he bringing this up, you know, three days later? But OK, you know, whatever. No big deal. And, and then I find out he's talking about Lou Williams, who was traded away. Good gravy, brother. I mean, Paul George there. Uh, for the Clippers, who had 24 points last night in the Clips' uh, 98-85 win over the San Antonio Spurs. I, I thought you were throwing someone dying. Uh, they did trade Lou Williams. I, listen, I'm not as big a uh, guy on, on uh, Rondo with this deal as, as uh, some people. He hasn't played much for the Atlanta Hawks. They signed him to a two-year, $15 million deal this past offseason. He would be really ideal on, on paper for what Atlanta would need, right? A veteran presence, get to the postseason, uh, help you get to the playoffs. And then once you get to the playoffs, be that guy that really kind of controls things. I mean, from uh, the outside looking in, you know, you would have thought it would have been Atlanta trying to trade for Rajon Rondo. So the fact that they're trying to trade him away, you know, I know he's got the veteran presence in this, and he's got the rings and all that other stuff. And, yeah, that, you know, sometimes you got to take a step back and say, hey, boy, if, if you're willing to trade him, you know, what am I really getting here? So, you know, neither one are spring chickens. I, I, I'm a Lou Williams fan, sixth man of the year, plays good defense. Uh, I, I don't know how you don't think he can help you come playoff time, but, uh, you know, everyone's going gaga over Rajon Rondo going to the Clippers like that's going to be the final piece of the puzzle. I, I don't I don't think so. He's a strange dude. He's been a strange dude everywhere he's gone. Uh, players seemingly like him, but um, I don't know. Uh, on the surface, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense from the standpoint that if Rondo really is this final piece of the puzzle for the Clippers, why would the Hawks be so willing to give him up? Um, he does have another full year left on his contract, whereas Williams does not. His contract ends. Williams is from Atlanta. He played for the Hawks before uh, a few years ago. You know, maybe that helps the Hawks cause. He had said that if he was going to be traded, because there have been some rumors about him being moved, that, uh, you know, he would retire. Now, I don't know if being traded back to his hometown changes that at all, but Ed is going on a halfway decent team. Not a great team, though. You know, he went from a team that, uh, as George mentioned there, you know, was capable of winning a championship, and now he's not going to be part of that. So uh, we'll see if, in fact, if he actually retires. I kind of doubt it. Who's walking away from, uh, you know, a $20 million paycheck? But the the Rondo to the Clippers, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't think it's really that big a deal. Uh, out of all the moves that were made, that's going to get a lot of hype. But, uh, come on, he's 30-plus years old. He's got a lot of wear and tear. He's not playing this year. If he can't play for the Hawks, what well, makes you think you're really going to play for the L.A. Clippers? So um, that, to me, is like a, a no-nothing deal. Uh, NBA last night did have a couple of games, uh, including those Clippers, as I mentioned, beat the Spurs a 98-85. Here's the thing I don't get about the Spurs. You know, they're actually fighting for a playoff spot, and, you know, they're looking to buy out LaMarcus Aldridge, who I know is not getting a lot of playing time with San Antonio. But, you know, you know if you're the Spurs, believe it or not, Record-wise, they're only four games out of the number three seed. Uh, not from making the playoffs. Uh, they're in a playoff spot right now. If the season were to end, 
they would be in the number eight hole. But, you know, they could go up to as high as the number three hole with four more wins or less losses. They have 20 losses, and the Clippers sitting in number three hole uh, have 16 losses. And again, I always go by the loss record. So it's not like the, the Spurs are a lousy team. Um, you're telling me you can't find minutes for LaMarcus Aldridge somewhere along the line that you're going to let this guy walk? I, I don't I don't get that at all. I, I don't care how good he's been to the franchise and how good a guy he is, and you're going to read that from Popovich. Oh, he's a good guy. He's been a great teammate and this, that, and what have you. Who cares? You know, he's making $20-plus million. You're battling for a playoff spot. You know, and you're not that far away from, you know, realistically, maybe you're not going to catch the Clippers, okay, but you know what? You know, the way the Lakers are playing, it's not the craziest thing in the world to think you can't catch the Lakers who are sitting there with 17 losses, sitting in the number four spot. I mean, you've got the Nuggets with 18 losses, the Jailblazers with 18 losses, the Mavericks with 19, and then you and the Grizz have 20 apiece. And then there's a big drop-off to Golden State, who I told you yesterday. I tell you what, on FanDuel, it was minus 130 for the Warriors not to make the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. Uh, you know, they, they didn't make any moves yesterday that would help themselves. Um, let me see if the fans who has updated lines. Uh, see, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yesterday, the Warriors, during our show, were minus 132 to not make the playoffs and a plus 110 to make the playoffs. You know what they are today? One day after we mentioned it, I swear they listened to our show, which is fine. Uh, minus 176. One loss later, they went from minus 132 to 176. I'm telling you, I know it sounds easy, egotistical, but if I point something out to you, you better do it right away because they changed things. It took a while to change things on Brian Rust, I'll tell you that, who got three shots on goal last night. We'll get to the hockey here in a little bit. But <clears throat> some of these other things that we bring up for the very next day, the very next day they go from a very – moderate, manageable, minus 132, not to make the playoffs, to now minus 176. How about that? I don't like laying a buck 76. Um, I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I, I that was a lot more attractive at uh, minus one, uh, I will tell you, one, uh, 132. Here's an interesting one, just, just looking at these things on the fly here. The Charlotte Hornets, to make the playoffs, are plus 128. Really? Um, Charlotte right now, now I, I know no LaMelo uh, Ball, but they've actually done halfway decent in a couple of games that he's missed. You know, they're sitting in the number four spot. They're 22 and 21. If things remain the same, the number nine team is the Indiana Pacers. Now, are they capable of getting on a hot streak? I suppose. Uh, the number 10 team, the Chicago Bulls, with 24 losses. Uh, you know, the Hornets only have a two and three game lead over those two respective teams, so it wouldn't take a whole lot for them to, to drop out. But I don't think that, you know, I'll tell you what, that's actually a pretty good play. You watch that, that'll change tomorrow. You can get the Hornets to make the playoffs at plus 128 right now and a no at minus 158. Boy, I, I, I'm surprised. I, that should be the other way around in my eyes. I, I think they're going to make the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. Again, they, they've got a couple of wins now without ball. Um, they did not help themselves trade deadline-wise. You would have liked to have seen. You know, I always bring this up with, with Michael Jordan. You know, whenever when he played, 
it was always all oh, he's such a competitor. He's this, he's that, you know, he whether it's a basketball or chess or checkers or cards or, you know, he's the greatest competitor in the history of mankind. Oh yeah, he wants to win at absolutely everything, right? And I always said, Well, yeah, so am I. You know, he, he may be better than me at those things, but he doesn't want to win any more than I do. I'll tell you that. And I sit there and I see this Charlotte Hornets team not do anything yesterday at the trade deadline of any kind of significance. And, you know, they're finally, 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 finally halfway decent. And he didn't do a damn thing to help that club. I mean, they lose their point guard. They're, they're right there. They're, they're sitting in a number three, four hole in the Eastern Conference. And did they make any trades to help themselves? No. Where's that competitive spirit for Michael today? What, what, what happened to that competitive spirit? Amazing. All right, we'll run down the rest of the NBA. That's all next right here. Opposite Pitch, Sports Good Radio, Series 6, 7, 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Here, and uh, you could see his confidence growing. Um, he's learning every day. He's, he's doing a lot of great things for the team. Uh, and, and I think the floor game has really expanded. He's starting to make plays. He's seeing the game, finishing a lot better. Uh, but his all-around play and just, uh, you know, the way he was able to stick to it and just and just kept keep going. And, uh, you know, we got great leap leadership from him. Uh, you know, Alfred stepping up and giving us the minutes that he did. You know, we, we needed everyone. Frank gave us solid minutes. Uh, and scratching that win out. But RJ's really coming along and he's doing a terrific job for us. We are the New York Knicks. 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 I'd like to tell him to go somewhere. And actually, Nick, good job by the Knicks last night. That's uh, Tom Thibodeau, head coach of the New York Knickerbockers. And back to the old days, Cal Ramsey and Marv Albert on Channel 9. Oh, yeah, the good old days. Uh, yeah, the Knicks come up with a nice win last night. Uh, they were down double digits playing like uh, garbage, and they rally, outscore the uh, Wiz by 15 in the fourth quarter. And overcome an 11-point deficit, and they win 106-102. to 102. They get the win and the cover. Nice, nice job by New York beating the uh, the Wiz back-to-back games. That's not easy to do. I didn't think they were, you know, that's why I had them in our opposite picks uh, yesterday, which I'll go over here in a second. Uh, you know, that's uh, Thibodeau talking about uh, R.J. Barrett, who, who played well last night, 24 points, 10 rebounds, and, uh, and five assists. Darn near a triple-double, though a little bit of ways for the, the triple-double with the five assists. But still, if you got that from R.J. Barrett, then then you got yourself a basketball team. But to be able to beat even a mediocre Wizards team two straight games like the Knicks did, blow them out the first game on Tuesday, and then, uh, you know, you knew Washington – was going to come out strong last night, knowing that they wouldn't want to lose back-to-back games against the same club, and they did, and they played well for three quarters. But for the Knicks to have the resolve to you know, rally in the fourth quarter and uh, win a game that they didn't play particularly well for three quarters, that's a good job. That, that's, a, that's a nice win by the Knicks, who at this point you know, are kind of you know, <clears throat> hanging around the middle of the pack there in the Eastern Conference. We said it before, the Western Conference as well. This thing is going to go right down to the wire. It's, going, it's actually going to be a lot of fun. I know a lot of people are down on the NBA. I get it. Uh, but when you have 
literally one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You know, and really even the cadavers, uh, if you want to include them. You, you got ninth. I won't go much further than that. Although Washington is your next team, and, and that team should be better. You know, you got ten teams vying for the final uh, five playoff spots in, in the Eastern Conference. You know, the, the Charlotte Hornets. I told you at twenty-eight, or excuse me, twenty-two and twenty-one are sitting in the number four hole, and uh, the Celtics are sitting in the number eight hole at twenty-one and twenty-three. And then you go all the way down. Indiana's got twenty-three losses. Bulls twenty-four losses. Raptors twenty-six losses. Uh, even Cleveland, believe it or not, twenty-seven losses. And then uh, the Wizards who, again, <clears throat> really should be better than what they are at 28 losses, all within striking distance. All, you know, eventually some of these teams are just going to fade away because you realize that they're not capable of putting together three, four, five wins in a row like you're going to need to do to gain ground on so many teams. But uh, nice job by the Knicks, point being. 23 and 22, game over 500. They won two in a row. They're they're the uh, just the, the model of inconsistency they are the picture perfect 500 team win a couple of games lose a couple of teams uh, games wait a couple you know think you're great lose a couple think you're awful back and forth they go and uh at this point probably will make the the postseason in the uh, awful eastern conference as long as you can play 500 basketball you're going to be okay in the eastern conference um <clears throat> elsewhere last night 76ers beat the lakers 109-101 lakers lose again now owen three Really 0-4 because LeBron got hurt in that Hawks game in the second quarter. So 0-4 unofficially without LeBron James. And even though they only lost by eight last night, they did not cover uh, 76ers. Even if the line went up to six, six and a half, as I know it did after our show, it was five and a half. They still, you know, they lost by eight, so they didn't cover any of the numbers that it went to. And really that's a deceiving eight-point loss in that uh, they were down 18 heading into the fourth quarter. Now, they made a run, as all NBA teams do. It's the NBA. But that was not a, you know, two or three possession game and the 76ers, you know, pull away late and they win by eight. And no, this was a double-digit deficit. Philadelphia, uh, close game, tied at the half, outscored them by 18 in the fourth, in the third quarter, 35-17 to take control. And uh, they hold on. Lakers did cut it to three. At one point, but the Sixers were able to get the job done. Danny Green, 28 points. Uh, don't be Dwight Howard. You know, Howard and Green, now on Philadelphia, were on the Lakers last year where they won the championship, right? So they get their, uh, you know, uh, NBA championship rings, which I find amazing that, you know, somewhere along the line, um, you know, they couldn't have hooked up and shipped these rings to these two guys that they had to wait until they actually came to L.A. But whatever. Still... You know, you think it would be a little little special moment. So <clears throat> how does Dwight Howard uh, celebrate? He gets himself kicked out of the game in the second quarter. <laughs> Getting into a scuffle with one of the Lakers. Eh, what, what, what a mope. This is why this guy's been on 15 teams. You know, it's, it's just amazing. So, But the 76ers do win, and that Laker team, I'm telling you, now there's no line on FanDuel just yet. <clears throat> but, you know, they, they don't have – I don't know why they don't have all the teams. I like this uh, will they make the playoffs or not make the playoffs thing. They got the Hawks. They got the Hornets. They got the Warriors. They got the Pacers. They got the Knicks. They have the uh, – and the Knicks are minus 150 to yes. How about that, Knicks fans? They have the Spurs. Spurs are plus 210, yes. That's probably the highest of any team that's actually sitting in a playoff spot. You know, that's actually not bad. 
Um, you know, they're right there. I don't, you know, knowing Popovich as we have, I don't think he's going to lay over and die. Um, you know, I know they're buying out Aldridge as we spoke. And again, I still can't imagine not being able to find him some minutes somewhere along the line. To me, that makes no sense whatsoever. But it is what it is. He's not getting that many uh, minutes. Uh, in fact, he's not playing at all right now. And uh, they're still in the final playoff spot in the West. And they're, they're plus 210 to make the postseason. Interesting. Um, here's another one that's pretty good. Why well, I like these. Raptors are minus 122. So basically even to not make the playoffs. I don't think that Raptors team is making the playoffs. Now, they're on a major, major dip right now, having lost 9 of 10 and, uh, what is it, uh, 10 of 12 or 11, 11 of 13. So they're not this bad, but... And they, they end up keeping Lowry, but they, they traded away uh, Norman Powell, and they're eight games under 500. I don't think they're making the playoffs. They're three back in the loss column, which isn't that much, but they got to overtake the Bulls and the Pacers, and then you got to hope either Miami falls back, which I don't think they will, Celtics fall back. I don't think they really will. Uh, maybe Atlanta Hawks fall back. I mean, you got to get one of these teams, and not only you go up, but you have them come down. I tell you what, minus 122 on the Raptors to not make the playoffs when they're eight games under 500. Uh, their GM doesn't know if he's coming back. You know, he's in the last year of his contract. I don't know why they're dragging their feet with uh, your eye, but they are. So um, the best player, you know, they don't know if he's coming back next year. They don't trade him for some dopey reason. They clearly want to make a run for the postseason this year, but. Uh, well, minus one twenty-two on uh, the Raptors to not make the playoffs is is not bad, not not bad at all. So, but uh, back to the point being, and that is, uh, you know, the NBA with uh, some of these scores with Philadelphia with the Lakers. Right now, they're twenty-eight and seventeen. They're not even coming close to winning. When I forget about the comeback. Bottom line is, you know, they were getting smashed in the fourth quarter, and the, and the 76ers called off the dogs. So now they got two huge games coming up. They've lost four in a row, and they have Cleveland coming up, and they have uh, who's the other team? One of the lousy teams, Orlando coming up. If they can't get a win out of Cleveland and Orlando at home, then this team is in a lot of trouble. This team, you know, I'm not uh, – the injury for LeBron must be serious. We know the injury for AD is, is uh, semi-serious. Um, they're not beating Milwaukee. You know, they're not beating the Clippers. They're not beating Miami or Brooklyn or the Knicks or even Charlotte. You know, more than likely after that, they got a game in there against Sacramento and Toronto they might be able to win. But if, if they can't beat Cleveland and Orlando at home tonight with Cleveland and in Orlando on Sunday – that you put up uh, the help wanted sign. They better get some help soon. They they better you know they're supposedly going to make a run for Lamarcus Aldridge. Um, I'm sure they're going to be in the running for uh, you know a couple of these guys that are supposedly going to get bought out. Whether it's Drummond, maybe they bring back the Marcus Cousins. I don't know what he really has left, but uh, boy, that, how how great would that be? How great would that be for the Lakers to not make the postseason? Wow, forget about winning the championship. And right now. To win the championship, they're still three to one. I tell you what, I don't know if I'd be buying on the Lakers at three to one. I, I know these guys are supposed to come back, but you never know. 
high ankle sprains take a long time. You know, LeBron can't give you 35 minutes when he comes back. He's not going to, you know, this is not an injury where it's a shoulder where he can get on a bike and, and stay in shape. You know, he, he can't run. You know, he's a ankle. So ankle, that's going to take a month for him to get back into shape if he stays out a month. For every day he's out, he's probably going to need that day to get back into game shape, even when he does return. So three to one, no. If they were five and a half to one, like the Clippers are, then a different story. Clippers at five and a half to one right now is not bad. And I still think the Suns at 30 to one to win it all is halfway decent odds. Someone's going to have to emerge. Denver at 26 to one after yesterday, getting uh, Aaron Gordon. Not bad. Not bad at all. Sportsman Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Depend on it. This is the SportsGrid Radio Network. To be honest with you, as far as the whole trade deadline, man, I don't really uh, you know, pay too much any attention. I mean, guys, you see the tweets and the different notifications come across the TV and the ticker and things like that. Um, but as far as the player, man, we really don't have much we can really do about the situation, man. Um, it's more so, you know, talks about the team and your agent and, uh, you know, kind of pieces that the team want to move, man. You, you don't really have too much of a say um, until basically it kind of comes out. So, you know, I don't really kind of wrap myself up around any of those type of things. I don't kind of get into it, man. Um, I got a great, you know, agency uh, with Clutch and Rich Paul, so, you know, I'll leave that in their hands, and, you know, I'm just trying to take care of what I can take care of out here on the uh, court. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. All right, Laker Montrez Harrell talking about the trade deadline and how difficult that must be. Yeah, that must be, uh, you know, when your game name is thrown out there. Uh, as his was in the Lakers, you know, who's coming, who's going, and why, and where, and what. But as it turns out, they didn't really do anything. Uh, they, they may still do something, but for now, you know, the he, he's still there, and the Lakers are still there, and the Lakers are still losing. Let's run down the NBA, 844-843-6879, the toll-free telephone number. Oh, by the way, good day for phone calls since I'm dying here. Uh, 844, I did get an email from somebody. Uh <laughs> People are kind of funny, you know. Uh, so I've been dealing with this cold and everything, right? And uh, I got the COVID, so I'm dealing with that. So I, I haven't even done the podcast, believe it or not, um, which is uh, you know, rare for me. But it takes all the effort to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. So yeah, I got all these people, you know, offering their wishes, which is uh, a nice thing, obviously. So I get one guy, <clears throat> I won't mention his name, Vinny, uh, from New Jersey, who says, uh, hey, Scott, sorry to hear that you're sick with the COVID. Hope you're starting to feel better. Hope you'll be back 100% when you get through this. Any idea how you caught it? Thankfully, I dodged the bullet for a year today. I got my second COVID vaccination. I lost a friend to this about four months ago. Oh, gee, gee thanks for the uplifting there. Thanks for the uplifting email there, Vinny. Thanks for letting me know you know someone who died of COVID. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to die of COVID. I don't think. Uh, I am going to suffer, though. Um, Portland beat Miami last night, 125. Any, any other people you know that they may have died, you know, just from staying at home in one room uh, for two weeks straight? Uh, Portland beat Miami, 125-122. Well, what's got into the heat? Uh, they lose again. Well, they, they went on an 11-1 run 
And uh, it's amazing how quickly things turn. You know, they've now lost five in a row since that streak. How do you explain that, right? I mean, in that streak, they win at the Lakers. They uh, beat the, the Hawks. They beat the Jazz. They beat the Pelicans on the road. Um, a couple of games against Orlando, no big deal there. But, uh, okay, you know, so they got a couple of nice wins there. And then they, they lose, you know, at home all four games to Indiana twice, Phoenix, and Portland. And then once on the road to Memphis to start this five-game losing streak. How do you explain that, you know? They're, they're flying high. They're 22-18. and 18, Turn things around. Look like the team that made the NBA Finals uh, last year. And now they can't get out of their own shadow. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, as they lose by three to Portland last night, 125 to, to 122. And now they lost five in a row. They head off on a, uh, a road trip after this. Knicks, as we told you, beat the, uh, the Wiz 106 to 102. Uh, R.J. Barrett with 24. Clippers knock off the Spurs 98-85. That's a bizarre score. But, uh, yeah, and Paul George did play, but no Kawhi Leonard. That line went from... Uh, the Clips lay in six and a half, six, six and a half, down to, to one and a half once they announced that uh, Leonard wasn't playing. But as I told you, um, when these star players don't play, the other guys have their backs. They, they just do. It, it's, you know, you think there would be some resentment. There, there's got to be uh, someone from the fan standpoint of like, hey, listen, we're, we're trying to get the number one seed you know, in the Western Conference. Uh, you know, we're battling for playoff position. Heck, we're battling for our playoff lives. You know, but these guys don't want to play half the time, so they don't. And the other guys do what they can. You know, no Marquise Morris either. Uh, they do what they're Marquise. They, they do what they can to pick up uh, the slack and win these games. I, I don't know what the records are. I'd like to know though. Uh, I, I would be willing to bet, pardon the pun, that teams' records without their star players is over five hundred. I bet it is. You know, for the teams that are over 500, let's put it that way. The Nets, I know, are. Uh, they're, they're just as good, if not better, uh, without uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. So they're 8-4 and four without Irving uh, in, the, in the lineup. And they're 8-5 now after losing the other day. But that didn't count because Harden wasn't there. But the, these teams all kind of rally around the, the, their guys and say, don't worry about it. You know what? We got your back. You don't want to play today? No problem. Make sure you go to the bank with that seven-figure paycheck, though. That, that's okay. 76ers beat the Lakers 109-101, and then the Kings blew out the, the Warriors. Queens win at 141-119. to Wiggins, 26 points. DeAndre, uh, De'Aaron Fox, rather, 44. Uh, still no Steph Curry for, uh, for Golden State. And that team, again, and, and no Draymond Green either. You know, again, you know, that, that, this is your typical Draymond Green, and I generally like him. He's got a big mouth, but that, that's okay, right? Um, every time you need this guy to step up and, you know, help the team out. The team is floundering here. No, obviously, Clay Thompson. You know, Steph Curry's been out, tweaked himself the other day. He's missed a few games. You would think Draymond would do everything in his power to make sure he's playing. He didn't play because of an illness. Now, I don't know what he has, but you know what? If I can get up at 4 o'clock in the morning uh, with COVID, you, Draymond, you can play with the, with a head cold. Um, and instead, he doesn't, you know, in a time when they need him most, so he can yell and scream all he wants about how he's the best defensive player ever, which is idiotic. 
Um, but go ahead and do whatever you want to say and do, Draymond. That that's you. But you know, here's a time when the team needs you to be there. There's no Curry, and, and you know, so you, you need one of the other two superstars, the the you know, supposed superstars, to be there. And he doesn't play because he's sick. Eh, come on. That's and they end up losing by 22 points to a Sacramento team that, quite frankly, is not that good, right? I mean, let's face it. Uh, we're not talking about losing to the uh, the Nets here or the Bucks or the Celtics or whoever. I mean, it's it's the Sacramento Queens for goodness sakes. So the Air Fox goes off 44 points on uh, 16 of 22 shooting, not bad. Uh, Nine of 10 from the free throw line, three of seven from uh, three point land, three assists as well. So five day five games in the in the NBA. As it turned out, NBA totals from yesterday. <clears throat> Where are we here? Uh, we'll get to the college basketball stuff uh, next hour. Um, do our NBA trends. Uh, trend wise, we went two and zero yesterday. There were two games that uh, when we are our major trends that we've been following under Knicks Washington. That was a winner, two twenty six and a half. And then over 223, Golden State, Sacramento. That was an easy winner. I, I did like that one a lot, especially since Sacramento didn't go over their last home game on Wednesday night. So two easy winners, cha-ching, cha-ching. Uh, NBA Thursday, 5-0, and straight up and against the spread were the favorites. So another week where we haven't had that many favorites win but not cover. That's happened a lot this year, uh, more than uh, any other year that I can remember. It's amazing. Um, Twenty-two and eight straight up are the favorites. Twenty and ten against the spread. So only two games out of twenty-two in which the favorite has won have they not covered. So I told you I, I don't do that necessarily more for uh, the favorites. I do it more so for the underdog. If, if you're gonna bet the underdog, you might as well bet them on the money line because we've seen you know with a couple of exceptions for the most part. The underdogs are either winning outright or they're not covering. So you might as well grab the extra juice. And there's, you know, some monster numbers here that uh, you're passing up by betting them plus four, plus five. You know, you could get those teams at plus two to one. And that's, that's a big, big difference. You know, you might as well get, you know, out of your 10 wins, you know, you might as well, you know, would you rather have 10 against the spread wins or eight money line wins? Maybe we'll do that next week. When I get a little more uh, strength here, we'll start uh, tallying up the money line uh, odds and if you just played all the underdogs on the money line, how would things turn out? Now, eventually, that's too easy. I know. Eventually, I'm sure you'd probably lose, but you know, you might as well grab them on the money line because uh, they're not covering these games without winning them. So, 22 and eight straight up, 20 and 10 against the spread. Over unders yesterday, we had two overs and three unders, bringing our weekly total to 15 and 15. Amazing. Hockey yesterday. We had uh, a couple of hockey plays, trend-wise. We'll start there. Over six, Rangers-Flyers, winner. Under five, Islanders-Bruins, loser. Pittsburgh uh, did it again. Thank you very much, Buffalo. Beat the Sabres 4-0. Oh, thank goodness for the Buffalo Sabres. How bad are they? The boys in Vegas and FanDuel hate. They have got to absolutely hate. When things like this occur, you know, that 20-game losing streak with the Rockets, Buffalo's now lost 16 in a row. I mean, you got to be a moron. Even our opposite picks is not strong enough to, to fight off the Buffalo Sabres losing ways. I mean, they, they got a guy that's in goal that, uh, you know, I told you yesterday hasn't started in five years. I mean, this team is not beating anybody. 
you, you keep playing them. Um, if, if you if you're in this for fun, I get it, no problem. If you're in this for serious money, I told you, forget the NCAA tournament this weekend, forget the NBA, forget the other hockey, forget the head-to-head golf, uh, forget any tennis matches that may or may not be going on, forget about it all. Just keep betting against Buffalo. It's as simple as that. Uh, they're off tonight. They start a two-game series against the Flyers starting tomorrow. Uh, and you're going to get a Flyers team that's going to be all feisty. They've not played well. So it would be just like Philadelphia to lose one of these to Buffalo. But I'm telling you, keep going against Buffalo. They're not even coming close to winning. I told you, out of these 16 losses now, 14 have been by two goals or more. 14 have come in regulation. Lay the puck if you want. Lay the, the, the goal and a half. Get it down to even money. I mean, only in the NHL can you get a team that lost 16 in a row, and you can get them with them on the road at even money. All you have to do is win by two goals. So keep doing it uh, against Buffalo. So Pittsburgh was a winner last night. St. Louis won their 11th straight home game. How about that against uh, St. Louis? <clears throat> Minnesota did rather than St. Louis. Did. Minnesota won its 11th straight home game. Uh, that was a winner. Uh, over five and a half, Vegas, Colorado. That was a winner on a trend. And then uh, Tampa Bay minus the 170 versus Dallas was a loser. Uh, they ended up losing that one three to two. So overall, four and two. But because you had that minus 170 loss on the Lightning, uh, our uh, plus was uh, plus 120. Not bad. Uh, you know, not great, great uh, because of that Tampa Bay loss. But uh, still, I'll, I'll take plus 120. Uh, absolutely. Our uh, pyramid plays from yesterday. I'll do today's plays next hour. We had uh, 76ers laying four and a half, winner. We had Pittsburgh in regulation, minus one, uh, 195 versus Buffalo, winner. We had over three, Brian Rust. Uh, he got three again, push. See, now's when you're finding out the difference between two and a half and three shots on goal. He's had <clears throat> three shots on goal twice now, back-to-back games. And all you walked away was a push, unfortunately. So that kind of stinks. Uh, and then playing only one, Pittsburgh in regulation. Absolutely. So NBA plays were seven and six. NHL plays 12 and six. NHL props six, six and three. Uh, and then playing only one, 12 and six for a plus 345. Not bad. Not, not bad at all. So I'll try to give you a couple of winners here. We'll take a break. Close that hour number one next. We'll update the poll question, which we posted a little while ago. Haven't done that. Opposite pick, Sirius XM, Channel 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Grid Radio Network. Hey, I got a little uh, bonus action, uh, by the way. Didn't realize uh, we had a replacement game with the uh, Buffalo Sabres uh, for Saturday. The game that was missed uh, last Saturday. Uh, they're actually playing Boston t- tomorrow at uh, 1 o'clock Eastern time. So it's a beautiful thing. That Philadelphia series didn't start until Monday. I thought it was this weekend. but So you got one extra game in there, a chance to make a couple of shekels uh, going against the uh, 
Buffalo Sabres. So at Boston, 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Make sure you get your play in there on a Saturday afternoon matinee. Uh, let's check out the poll question <clears throat> that we uh, put up yesterday. Uh, best available NFL free agent with T.Y. Hilton signing with the Colts. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster the day before uh, re-signing with Pittsburgh. And uh, pretty close race, Leonard Fournette and uh, Javion Clowney, both getting uh, just over 30% of the vote. Uh, Antonio Brown getting 27%, and then uh, the proverbial other uh, getting 12.5% of the vote. So uh, good job there. As far as today's question is uh, concerned, <clears throat> we scroll up. And uh, NBA trade deadline, obviously yesterday afternoon, who was your deadline winner? And uh, not surprisingly, as you guys have uh, done on several occasions, uh, who cares? I hate the NBA is your leader so far, <laughs> 34% of the vote. Uh, Denver Nuggets getting 24% of the votes. You got the uh, Miami Heat getting 31%, and then the Boston Celtics getting 10% uh, of the votes. So go to your opposite picks feed, O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, picks, P-I-C-K-S. And then uh, get your vote, and then we'll update that a couple times before we are through. But, uh, yeah, once NBA has got its detractors. There's no two ways about that. I'll uh, resend that out right now. In case you missed it, and then get your vote in. Like I said, no, we'll update that a couple times uh, before we are through. All right, one hour in the books, and we got one to go. Then we got opposite picks next hour. We'll go over the NBA trends for today's games, hockey trends for today's games, and we're going to run down all eight Sweet 16 contests. So I'll give you trends for every single game. That's all next hour right here. Opposite picks on Sportsman Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204.